Blessed be God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And blessed be God's kingdom, now and forever. Amen. Almighty God, to you all hearts are open, all desires known, and from you no secrets are hid. Cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Almighty God, you have poured upon us the new light of your incarnate word. Grant that this light enkindled in our hearts may shine forth in our lives through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God now and forever. Amen. The first lesson is a reading from Isaiah. I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. My whole being will exult in my God. For he has clothed me with garments of salvation. He has covered me with the robe of righteousness. As a bridegroom decks himself with a garland, and as a bride adorns herself with her jewels. For as the earth brings forth its shoots, and a garden causes what is sown in it to spring up, so the Lord will cause righteousness and praise to spring up before all the nations. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. And for Jerusalem's sake, I will not rest until her vindication shines out like the dawn and her salvation like a burning torch. The nations shall rise up and see your vindication and all the kings your glory. And you shall be called by a new name and the mouth of the Lord will give. You shall be a crown of beauty in the land of the Lord and a royal diadem will be the hand of your God. The word of the Lord. A reading from Psalm 147. Worship the Lord, O Jerusalem. Praise your God, O Zion. For he has strengthened the bars of your gates. He has blessed your children within you. He has established peace on your borders. He satisfies you with the finest wheat. He sends out his command to the earth, and his word runs very swiftly. He gives snow like wool. He scatters hoarfrost like ashes. He scatters his hail like breadcrumbs. Who can stand against his cold? He sends forth his word and melts them. He blows with his wind and the waters flow. He declares his word to Jacob, his statutes and his judgments to Israel. He has not done so to any other nation. To them he has not revealed his judgments. Hallelujah. The second lesson is a reading from Galatians. Now before faith came, we were imprisoned and guarded under the law until faith would be revealed. Therefore the law was our disciplinarian until Christ came, so that we might be justified by faith. But now that faith has come, we are no longer subject to a disciplinarian. But when the fullness of time has come, God sent his Son, born of a woman, born under the law, in order to redeem those who were under the law, so that we might receive adoption as children. And because you are children, God has sent the Spirit of His Son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father. So you are no longer a slave, but a child. And if a child, then also an heir, through God. The Word of the Lord. The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to John. Glory to you, Lord Christ. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. 
All things came into being through him, and without him not one thing came into being. What has come into being in him was life, and the life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify to the light, so that all might believe through him. He himself was not the light, but he came to testify to the light. The true light, which enlightens everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world came into being through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to what was his own, and his own people did not accept him. But to all who received him, who believed in his name, he gave the power to become children of God, who were born not of blood or of the will of the flesh or of the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh and lived among us. And we have seen his glory, the glory as of a father's only son, full of grace and truth. John testified to him and cried out, This was he of whom I said, He who comes after me ranks ahead of me because he was before me. From his fullness we have all received grace upon grace. The law indeed was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God. It is God, the only Son, who is close to the Father's heart, who has made him known. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise Praise to you, Lord Christ. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I have two questions for us on this Sunday after Christmas. If our Savior, Jesus Christ, came to Kingsport and walked into St. Paul's Episcopal Church today and didn't show his glory of the Father or the Holy Spirit, would we be able to know that he was among us? Would we see him and recognize the Son of God? These two questions that today's Gospel reading left with me, these are the two questions that today's Gospel reading left with me. I keep trying to figure out why these questions are the ones I've been pondering. I think part of it is because John reminds us that the Word, or Jesus, has been since the beginning and everything in creation made with and through him. That means that we humans were also made through Jesus. So if that is the case, at least in my mind, were we created as part of Christ long before Christ's incarnation? Long before the gospel story from Luke that we read on Christmas Eve? So hang with me here. If we, crea- if we created through Jesus before Jesus came into the world, would we know that Jesus was among us? Won't something inside us, our essence, be stirred and raise our awareness to Christ's presence? I'm not sure this hypothesis would stand up to any type of scrutiny from the scientific community or the biblical scholars. I just know that history and present day seem to answer these two questions for us? The answer is no. No, I believe that we wouldn't know or recognize our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the Son of God, the Prince of Peace. Each one of us and I are not living in a cave. We are keenly aware of what has happened and is currently happening in this world, our island home. We are in tune to the effects of greed, power, violence, persecution, marginalizing, exclusivity, entitlement, oppression, judgment, 
and hate. We also know the effects of love, inclusivity, vulnerability, perseverance, determination, courage, strength, hope, acceptance, and faith. The effects of everything that I just mentioned are with us daily. We hear, read, and are told every day of these effects. However, if I'm being honest with myself, the effects that register in my heart-led brain are the effects of the negative actions I listed. These register quicker for me because I long for these negative actions to be replaced with the positive effects. You've heard me say many times that we humans, as the species, are so cruel and ruthless to each other. I could point, out, I could point to so many current actions that would perpetuate this opinion. But there are those who would say, wait, Chris, I can point to current actions that would counter your opinion. Yes, I know that there are current actions in this world that produce positive effects. I register those as well. What I am saying is that the worst of us register with me more because they truly hurt my very being. I cannot understand how or why humans think about, let alone carry out, some of the most heinous acts towards each other. I am aware that there is a very fine line of balance that helps us to continue on our journey through this world between the negative and the positive. The actions of we humans affect each other on levels many of us are not even aware of. The human species is interdependent and connected from the beginning of time. So why then do we do the things that are counterintuitive to this connection? I believe that it is what is at the core of the first two questions I presented. In my opinion, this connection has been eroding from the human species for an amazing long time. I believe that our worldly influences are like invasive weeds that intertwine themselves to this connection and slowly try to snuff out this interdependence and replace it with individualism. I believe that we would not know our Christ and Savior without some kind of holy... Their worldly events and actions were also eroding the fabric of the human species. The invasive weeds were growing in their world as well. The reading from John navigates us back to remembering that we were created through and are a living connection to the Word, Jesus Christ. We are children of God, first, last, and forever. The Word made flesh, the Incarnation, is what we remember and celebrate during this Christmas season. Now is the time for us to get to work on our weeding and not let the invasive actions and effects of this world allow us to forget that we, as children of God, are interdependent and connected to each other and to the Word, Jesus Christ. I would like to end with a poem from Herman Howard Thurman 
entitled Work of Christmas, that I believe sums up what John is trying to relay. When the song of the angels is stilled, when the star in the sky is gone, when the kings and princes are home, when the shepherds are back with their flocks, the work of Christmas begins. To find the lost, to heal the broken, to feed the hungry, to release the prisoner, to rebuild nations, to bring peace among the people, to make music in the heart. Amen. Let us stand with Christians throughout the world and throughout history to recite our statement of faith in the words of the Nicene Creed. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation he came down from heaven. By the power of the Holy Spirit he became incarnate from the Virgin Mary and was made man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son. With the Father and Son he is worshipped and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Father, we pray for your holy Catholic Church. Grant that every member of the Church may truly and humbly serve you. For Joseph, the Archbishop of Canterbury, Michael, our presiding bishop, Brian, our bishop, Johnny, our rector, Chris and Gordon, our deacons, we pray for all bishops and priests and deacons. Remembering especially Joseph, our president, the Congress of the United States, Bill, our governor, our courts of justice, Pat and Richard, our mayors, we pray for all who govern and hold authority in the nations of the world. Give us grace to do your will in all that we undertake. Remembering Jim and Becky, Art, Carolyn, Stephanie, and family, Ed, Bill, Jesse, Cal, Larry, Louisa, Martha, Catherine, Randy, Mariana, Martha, Mike, DeWitt, Doreen, Lou, Rick, Hal, John, Kim, Mark, Deanna, Jackson, Jonathan, Patricia, Jonathan, Van, Ruth, Sarah Beth, Linda, Sedina, Gary, Matthew, Larry and Ann, Sandra, Harold, Caitlin, Austin, Katie, Trish, and are there any other petitions?
Have compassion on those who suffer from any grief or trouble. Give to the departed, especially Nancy Garrett, eternal rest. We praise you for your saints who have entered into joy. Let us pray for our own needs and those of others. O Lord our God, accept the fervent prayers of your people and the multitude of your mercies. Look with compassion upon us and all who turn to you for help. For you are gracious, O lover of souls, and to you we give glory, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, now and forever. Amen. Friends, the peace of the Lord be always with you. And now as our Savior Christ has taught us, we are bold to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Almighty and ever-living God, we thank you for feeding us with the spiritual food of the most precious body and blood of your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ and for assuring us in these holy mysteries that we are living members of the body of your Son and heirs of your eternal kingdom. And now, Father, send us out to do the work you have given us to do, to love and serve you as faithful witnesses of Christ our Lord. To him, to you, and to the Holy Spirit, be honor and glory now and forever. Amen. May Christ, who by his incarnation gathered into one things earthly and heavenly, fill you with his joy and peace. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be amongst you and abide with you always. Amen. Let us go into the world with peace to serve the Lord.